Howdy, howdy. This is Armando Espinosa. And from Houston, Texas, I um, started a podcast trial run, very trial run, back last year. I don't remember when. <clears throat> but um, I believe it was probably a good three or four months ago. And I really like podcasts. I like listening to them because what I do for work, I'm in my car all day and I like listening to cool things and uh, different types of views and attitudes. Um, so I've been wanting it, wanting to do one, another one for a while now, for at least a month and a half, two months to kind of pick it back up and looks like the last one um that I'm kind of seeing is well it's not dated of course but uh oh it's not dated so yeah it must have been like 3 or 4 months ago and I just talked about looks like I titled it traffic back injury weekend plans and weather and breakfast meals so uh yeah go figure <laughs> But that's on my SoundCloud. It's under htx, htx, uh, hyphen, get mad at it. Uh, get mad at it is my signature saying um, and how I pretty much tell folks to get mad at it during uh, races uh, or motivate them to be really... Um, I don't know, motivated to continue the race. It all originated from high school days uh, at Clear Lake High School. And we pretty much would um, yell that to our cross-country teammates or our track teammates when either we were leading or we needed to get up in front. So um, definitely felt that it was really good to... Uh, motivate our teammates to get closer to district or we always made it to district but uh regionals and then ultimately state so I never went to state I always uh maybe ran in a couple regional high school track and cross country meets which was pretty cool um and my fastest mile time was a 441 but that still was like fifth place or fourth place not podium ranked uh yeah, those guys are flying. But anyway, yeah, so that's that's kind of where Get Mad At It gets comes from. All the my track and cross-country teammates from Clear Lake, you know who you are, George Anderson, Alex Arouse, uh, Adam Davies, let's see who else. Um, shoot, Mike Majeska, his cousin, um, even uh, Mike, not Mike, um, uh, Bones, friend Mark Ibanez, but we all called him Bones. I really didn't know his first name until college or maybe even high school or after after college because I saw him on Facebook. I was like, that looks like Bones, but I don't know his name. Friend Mark, I don't know who that is, but I know Bones. So um, he is now, uh, He I think he was on the team for like a year and then he kind of went focused into uh, percussion band, I guess, drum majoring, I guess, whatever that's called beating all the drums in the marching band which he was badass at he's probably still badass at it um so yeah and friend mark bones is probably gonna run another 
crazy sub, I don't know, sub two hour marathon uh, run. The fool's insane. So I always see him, I always tell him when I see him, man, we could have used you in high school, but uh, (laughs) he wasn't too much of a runner then. But yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, I'm I'm happy to see him kicking ass in the on in the running scene. So I I switched gears from running about uh, seven years ago. Um, shoot, now it's eight years ago. Yeah, I quit in 2011. So I just quit. Um, pretty much running all together. Just I did the 2011 marathon. Since we're talking about the marathon, uh, and it just beat my body up. I was totally done with it i mean i loved it as as an exercise and kind of getting away from you know the stress of life and work and just little things that were irking me throughout the week or the month so be good to get out a good 5 to 10k and if you're starting out it's really cool keep going make sure you buy a really good pair of shoes mid to high grade um don't cheap out pay an extra 20 30 dollars on the on the uh on the shoe make and then definitely get some new insoles every time you get new shoes because those insoles you get they they put in there crap <laughs> they're like they're they're just crap so buy some 20 30 dollar insoles insoles on top of the really nice uh running shoe i would usually get a asics or osics as what i've heard people say osics i say osics is kind of a cooler than asics um and then I transferred over to, um, I'm trying to look at my shoe. I think I always ran with Ossics. Um, I don't really, <clears throat> I really run anymore. That's why I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was my last kind of real event run, run race. And it was fun. Um, while well, I had it, you know, definitely you know, I met a lot of cool people, um, but I transferred into cycling uh, in 2011 or after the marathon in the spring. And um, my classmate, Zach Ross, uh, Houston, people would know him around the cycling and definitely around the CrossFit scene, uh, running. He is amazing friend uh, from college. We were in the physical therapist assistant program at HCC Coleman campus that's Houston Community College in the medical center and um yeah so he turned me on into cycling and he was you know always putting on some kind of that was when I guess the pro tours would start you know February March and every time I'd go over his place to study or review you know for an exam or a quiz he'd always have those races on and I always give a a smart ass comment like man those races look so dang easy i mean running's harder blah 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 he's like you really think so you think so? i'm like yeah i mean you pedal bike you go a little bit faster and you pedal a little harder you go a little bit faster and he's like well, well why don't we go uh cycling sometime i was like all right cool so i picked up a i don't know a 200 low-end bike that didn't even fit me it was like a 19 and a half inch mountain bike trek and i thought it was so awesome because i just had the trek uh bread on it so didn't fit me i am i am five three and a half probably five four at the time now i'm five three <laughs> which is sad to say but um yeah so we went out to memorial park that was my first ride and just got my tail handed to me i wrapped myself so many times on that frame and um i hope i can still have 
still or I hope I can have children at this point. Just kidding. But um yeah, it's um it was super hard. It was hot. My heart rate was like blown up where it was in the red. So um but I kinda saw it as a challenge to get better and better and to kind of grow in cycling and so I um got a better bike that fit me <laughs> a 15 and a half small and just kind of hung around with the cycling group and and I'd lost like a ton of weight I think I was maybe 135 140 pounds and probably that year I lost like 10 pounds so I was a straight like one a buck 30 you know um so it was really cool memorial park and then uh my buddy raul uh got me into my first mountain bike race at camp eagle kerrville texas which is one of the hardest mountain bike uh races on the timber series i didn't know of course again i didn't know what i was getting into i was like yeah sure if it's as easy as memorial park we'll do it (laughs) and yeah like flatted twice uh ran it in finished the race and that was insanely hard very difficult but i didn't quit but yeah so that's kind of like my cycling uh background and then i started road biking um i got a road bike i think the following year if i remember correctly because i graduated that year so um i guess in 2012 from the program zach and i were in so um and comes with a new job nice new paycheck and a nice brand new bike uh so got a road bike and had to learn how to draft be in the pace line all that all that jazz so it was really uh really eye-opening experience um i do have a background in exercise science that was my first degree at the university of houston main campus um with a minor in health and then I graduated in 2008 in the recession, and there was no jobs. Nobody was hiring. I swear, like, I had best friends that could not even get me an interview. It was really that bad. Or I guess they didn't like me enough to give me the interview. But um, that's another conversation, I guess. But, um, but yeah, so I went back to school for physical therapy and uh, <clears throat> the PTA program and got it had three offers four offers on the table even before I graduate so it was pretty amazing so um yeah but um so yeah so biomechanics I definitely love I don't, I don't know why my brain will turn on when I see someone walking in the grocery store the I don't know mall or you know anywhere around town and they have a some kind of an off thing walking or riding their bike and I I had that investigative like uh you know what's going on with their hips or their back what's making their back rock back and forth what's weak what's this and that and i've always been inclined to like at least help them out and (laughs) um some would take my advice some would just kind of like blow me off some would just be like okay well you know i'll have a pt for that or you know i'll i'll ask my whoever uh expert and i'm like i am an expert um i know what i'm talking about so (laughs) but um but yeah so biomechanics running and now cycling um and which definitely helps for my own ailments when i get soreness or i feel like i can't put out as much power in the bike or you know definitely a lot of weakness going on so 
Um, so yeah, so that's kind of my, I guess, educational background and excuse me, I just drank some good coffee. Coffee's good. It's called La Colombe. La Colombe coffee mocha draft latte. Comes in a cold little nine ounce can. It's pretty amazing. Um, Free advertisement right there, but that's so good. Anyway, uh, back to cycling. So yeah, that's, that's my background and I just fell in love with it ever since. It's for me, it's the best way to stay cardio healthy and stay uh, stay skinny, pretty much. <laughs> Put it in a blunt way, you know. Uh, your BMI stays down, your cholesterol, your everything. It's such a healthier way to to stay in shape, you know. And and I kind of gave up the gym and lifting all these heavy weights and and doing all that stuff. Um, man, I was putting up at least 70 pound dumbbells over my head and and creating shoulder impingement and just I was bulked up in college like 150 I weighed 150 and for someone who's like 5'3", 5'4", weighing 150 mainly muscles probably a lot of fat too um it's yeah it's it's never healthy so but definitely slimmed down since then and I uh I'm enjoying it. It's great. It's amazing. So anyone who is thinking about getting a bike, uh, go to the bike shops in town. Um, definitely support the local bike shops. Um, the bike shops I like going to are BioCity Cycles in the East End. They got a new location in Leland. Uh, Hunter and Anthony run the shop. They own it. Um, good thing about them is... Uh, they really work with you on what you really want in a bike as far as like parts and customizing um ordering and like their shipping is like super fast i think it's like two days three days at the latest and you know they always update you on when the part's in go get it they'll slap it on for you and out the door so um or i like urban bicycle gallery is good too uh they're right down the street for me um and that under new management which is cool too um i'm sure the same great service and the service people are really great um and alfredo is one of the good guys i i ride with he's and um another guy forget his name he has a beard sorry (laughs) but yeah they're really good mechanics out there i go in there to get nutrition bike parts um and uh blue line bike shop their new location on yale mr Fred Zapalak, uh, cool last name. It's like a warrior's name. It's like what you yell when you go into battle. <laughs> Zapalak. But anyway, um, yeah, so those are the shops I kind of frequent just because it's close. I live in the Heights, and um, if it's more than a 10-minute drive, I don't even worry about it. So <clears throat> but anyways, um, so yeah, so this is my technical really my second podcast first one of the year in 2019 uh hope hopefully it's a little better a little bit more organized probably not but uh than my first one and i think i made it in like october or something or maybe even the summer but mail out a couple things a list of things i like to talk about um first one since i talked a bunch about cycling i'll change gears and like to talk about the houston salsa congress this weekend which um was an amazing event 
and um, I got to participate in, I believe, if I remember correctly, 2016, I performed uh, in the Congress, which was an amazing, crazy, awesome event, and um, was with the Amaya student dance team, and um, practiced for three plus months over a routine, and performed at the Amaya Social on the Sunday Fun Day event. So it's pretty neat to kind of explore something that I'm not comfortable with, like especially dancing in front of, you know, at the social, probably 50 people and at the Congress, more than 300 people. So, um, you know, it's it was an amazing, um, amazing time. So Solomon Amaya is the owner i believe still or it's still amaya dance so (laughs) he's still the owner he helped choreograph k was also uh choreographed with us um and so yeah so it was uh it was an amazing event and we had a really good time and um practice yeah again love dancing and the Houston Congress this year is this weekend, January 17th, which is actually today. <laughs> the event schedule, uh, what they're having on today is, looks like theme night. Um, throwback Thursday, whatever that means. Throwback Thursday. Thursday is a night to relax and have some fun before the chaos begins. What better way than in your oh in your favorite past HSC T-shirt? That's right. I went last year. I, I wore my past Houston Congress T-shirt. So starts at seven. Registration opens at seven, and workshops looks like from eight fifteen to nine. Doors open at nine thirty to three, and then um, I believe nine thirty to three nine thirty p.m. to three a.m. Oh, there's shows. Okay, so yeah, the doors just open. The shows start from 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. So then 12 a.m. to 3 a.m., that's when like mayhem or chaos happens. I try to mix mayhem and chaos. Mayhas, how about that? <laughs> that's when like dancing is like. The AC is probably set at like 50 degrees and you'll think it's cold for like the first 10 minutes when you're standing there. And once, if you're a girl, a dude asks you to dance, if you're a guy, you ask a gal gal to dance, like you'll start sweating. Like heat will start arising. I mean, you would feel like you were in a hot yoga studio. So, I mean, if this is your first Congress going, bring a sweat towel. Don't bring heavy, don't wear a suit. It's crazy I see these folks like dancing in a suit and you can see the sweat from the suit jacket. It's that like I'm not even kidding. So that's that's the Houston Congress. I mean, I've been to a couple other congresses, the San Antonio and then a couple of the Houston's in the past. So that's Thursday night. Um, And then Friday night looks like 4 p.m. to 1 a.m., uh, oh, tech rehearsal. So this is Friday. So 5 p.m. to 6.30 is tech rehearsal, which is, I guess, you know, getting all the f- folks together to rehearse their stuff. And then there's a, a cool challenge, which is uh, open, I think, to anybody. And it's just like 
you get to learn a routine on the fly and you present the routine i think like the next day or in a couple days it's pretty cool so it's i'm sure it's led by um some kind of uh dance teacher around the world sometimes or around the city or state um it looks like it's conducted by georgette alcorser i don't know how to say her last name maria ramos tito and tamara dicky colon so yeah, so those are the instructors that are doing it. And the Saturday challenge, Georgette, again, Maria, so the same people. So I believe they do the challenge. So you don't know this routine. So you're learning this routine in two days. Then you'll dance, you'll present it, I believe, on uh, the last day, which is like a Sunday. So, but yeah, there's shows all night. Uh I think it's at like from 9.30 to 12, shows all night. Then the dance floor opens from 12 to 3. So you're like 12 a.m. Like people are either going to bed or going home. (laughs) No, us dance folks, like, well, I used to be like this. I need to train my body to stay up a little bit longer. But like these people, us people, us dance people will dance till like, the sun rises. I'm sure the folks won't end at 3 a.m. They'll go up to somebody's room in the West End. And, um, oh, I didn't say where it was at. So it's the West End. Excuse me. Uh, West End, really nice plush hotel in the Memorial City area, Memorial City Mall. Real nice. So these folks will get a bunch of hotel rooms and have dance parties in their rooms, like blasting music. Then, you know, the dances will continue in their rooms or whatever. So, yeah, it's going to be an amazing weekend. So that's Friday. And then Saturday's all-day um, <clears throat> workshop. So the cool thing about the Congress is, you know, I, all I know is the San Antonio and Houston. I'm sure it's other places like Dallas and, you know, Miami and all that, all those cool places. They have workshops where if, you know, you want to learn a dance. And for me, it was the cha-cha-cha. I didn't know the basics and I just kind of like winged it and kind of learned the basics and then learned some styling or some combos and and all that good stuff. This is where you learn it. So um, there's some cool workshops, which I'm bringing up now. Um, Looks like Zook, Kazomba. Um, 45 minutes long just like salsa on one bachata lady styling um more challenges start salsa on two which shines um salsa spins and turns i mean anything everything you want to work on you want to learn uh they even got the basics on how to learn learn so even from the professional to the seasoned dancers to the beginners so don't think you have to be a mediocre to intermediate dancer to attend these i went to a texas congress two months into dancing and i believe it's uh after this this congress um but it's on a smaller scale uh it was in the galleria i forget which hotel i guess it was in the west end galleria and i knew uh, the basics, the ladies, how to do a lady's left, right turn, how to do a guy's right turn, cross body lead, and that was it. And the instructors are like, if that's all you know, you go there to work on that. You, that is your focus. You do those, you know, three things, four things that you learn in class as the best you can because you're going to come back. 
a better dancer because you have more experience and you have better or you have different partners, different dance partners to to learn with and to learn how they they hold, you know, a partner's hand. So it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. So um, body isolation is a really cool one, too. And a lot of good biomechanics uh, on that and how to on how to move your body in different ways. Uh, it was just pretty sweet. So if you're kind of on the fence about dancing, you want to go dance, go this weekend at the West End. And there's definitely other um, other dance parties in the area. So, But this is the big thing in Houston. I doubt there's going to be any socials going on other than small little ones at restaurants and bars. Um, because those will cost less. At the Congress, it's a little expensive. I think it's still like $30 a night just to get in. Um, I know a weekend's like $300 plus to get the whole experience with the workshop and the performances, the watch performances, and does not include alcohol, which is sad, <laughs> but it's for a good cause, I guess. So, um, yeah, so that's the Houston Congress, big thing, big deal this weekend. I love to go dance, social, social dancing and, um, I performed at one of these congresses. It was awesome, good experience. And uh, <clears throat> sometimes you'll see my Facebook attending a random social or party or, you know, doing something of the sort. So definitely a good time. Um, so next thing I'd like to talk about is the XC Spring Series. Super stoked about this. The XC, which means cross-country series, which means mountain bike which means Texas Mountain Bike Racing Association. It's Timbra, T-M-B-R-A, T as in Timmy, M as in Mickey, B as in Bra, R as in Rocky, A as in Ass. So Timbra. Um, and the first race is Rocky Hill, February 16th through the 17th. Um, it's, in a, it's next month, in a full month. Uh, away so pretty stoked been gearing up for the first race about a month and a half ago two months ago um <clears throat> definitely putting in some base hurt miles some quad burners Ugh. i could always just already kind of before i begin the bike i know it's gonna hurt so just get it over with so it'll hurt for a good month uh a week or two not a month or two it still hurts but in a faster way <laughs> So the spring series, uh, Rocky Hill, February 16th, 17th, um, but the actual, my race is on the 17th, and pulling the race flyer up now, uh, Rocky Hills in Smithville, Texas, and my race will start, cap one, nine, I'm not 19 anymore, <laughs> oh my god, um, kind of wish I was, but just kidding, um, cat one, um, that is the woman. That's not me. Cat one thirty thirty nine twelve p.m. So that is the high noon shootout. That uh, that is the high noon shootout. Is what uh, Paul Yule, which is Tristan Yule's father, and Tristan is an amazing racer, and we're both the same size, almost same height and weight, and all that. Except he's a little faster. Um, so my cat one race is 16 16 miles yeah so um 
Wow, 16 miles. That's it? Okay. Um, I thought it was longer than that. Usually it's like 28, but um, that may be the pro loop. We may be doing the pro loop, um, if I remember correctly. Um, so, uh, which the pro loop is uh, one four-mile loop, like four times <laughs> for the 16 miles, if that's correct. And that's pretty cool. Pro loop is like a spectator loop, and it's one of the most featured uh, sections of the trail. And you just go around in cool parts. Um, the the biggest one is called Black Track. It's towards the end of that pro loop, and oh, it's a brutal climb after you just you know shredded your buns off in the other trails. Now you got to climb. It's a good like I don't know forty meter climb. And uh, yeah, so. That is February 17th, high noon shootout. So it looks like Cat 1, 19 and 29, goes first. We'll go second. And then Pro Cat 1, um, I guess, goes after that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, Pro Cat 1, uh, definitely. It's it's going to be a, definitely a shootout. It's per the name. And... Um, yeah, it's 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 gonna be crazy. So, really excited about it. And if you know me, um, riding with me in the road bike group, since Houston is like a sponge, the soil soaks everything up and stays soaked for a good three weeks. I haven't been able to see dirt for a good I don't know month. I want to say, um, then, yeah, it's it's been pretty pretty intense um and uh yeah i've been wrecking myself in the road bike group on my mountain bike just doing these insane crazy long rides the longest ride i've done already uh, this past weekend was 75 miler 76 miler with the veet uh road bike group starting at the uh art of coffee place on el dorado and uh, El, El Dorado Space Center, which I was really happy to see the, that coffee shop. It's probably been there for longer than this ride, but I really love to see local businesses uh, come up. and And I've tried the product V. I've been on it for the past month and a half, and the, the cramps that I usually get, even on the seventy six miler, around fifty miles. I, I don't get, I swear. Like, I'll put in a scoop and a half. And these scoops are little, like, and there's no sugary taste. There's It doesn't settle on the bottom of your water. And you just put in a regular 12 or 16 ounce water. And it's super good. And I just bought their uh, post-hydration refuel uh, VEAT product. I'm pretty excited to try uh, this weekend. <clears throat> it's a lot better than drinking beer after my rides. I can drink the rehydrate or the refuel and then a beer. So anyway, yeah, so that's, uh, but yeah, I've been doing a lot of road rides on my mountain bike, even the SmackDown ride once last, last week. And, ugh, it, it was, it's been, it's been good. It's, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's been really good. So, um, I've been able to keep up with you, keep up with the roadies and, just keep my fitness up and my cardio and strength and all that good stuff. So hopefully it translates on the open trail. <clears throat> and um, the next XC race, cross-country mountain bike race, is the Bent Wheel Bash. 
This is in uh, all the way in Abilene, Texas, March 2nd and 3rd. Well, really March 3rd. So Buck Creek Trails. This trail is really cool. Um, it's pretty open. It's pretty spread out. It's got a bunch of cool rock gardens. You do not want to mess up on those rock gardens. They are unforgiving. Um, I believe it is on a police uh, canine dog training uh, course or dog training property. And um, hopefully, cross my fingers, they'll let my dog come and, and we're going to camp. Because it's all the way in Abilene and I ain't driving in the morning on race day. So, got a lot of cool camping gear and uh, put that to good use. And it probably will be cold again. Um, so... That's the Bentwheel Bash in Abilene. Um, the next one, Cameron Park Blowout. Cameron Park, Waco, Texas. March 16th through the 17th. I love Waco. I love this trail. It's super hard. Super hard. Get ready to climb your tail off. I mean, I think, I think this next month, I mean, this next week, I don't have a month. I have two weeks. I, I think I'm just going to do all climbing. It's, that's all it is. The... I mean, the first mile is like straightaways. It's just like uh, a Grand Prix to get the whole shot. And then you are climbing like over rocks, over rocks that are like ledges over you. Like it's insane. I did it last year and it was 30 miles. It's three loops. Oh my God. I I just, it was insane. I, I don't know what place I got. It's been a couple years since I raced Waco. It was a hard race, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's definitely lots of cool trails. They they really have a good cycling community out there. It's I, I like how they have their trails groomed. I mean, you could iron your shirt on your on that trail. It's pretty fun. So, um, the next one is the Storm Hill Country Challenge, which is in Comfort, Texas, twenty third, twenty fourth, uh, flat flat rock ranch so that's also spread out not as much climbing there's a, there's a one really tough climb i mean there's a lot of climbing it's the hill country let's not lie it's a lot of climbing i feel that waco though is a lot of more a lot more punchy climbs lined up together and then comfort is spread out but still got long false flats long climbs so pretty much you stretch waco out you have comfort <laughs> and um so yeah, it's it's pretty intense. And Comfort's a cool place. It's beautiful. It's the ranch is awesome. I'm just don't like that they don't allow dogs. Um hopefully they'll change that soon. But because I heard from a fellow mountain biker last weekend that it's because of the sheep, I guess, or the goats. And I've never really seen a goat or ran into a goat on their property on a mountain bike, but you know, it's their property so they can do what they want. Um but yeah, so hopefully I can be my dog. Not then I ask one of y'all folks to take care of Tito. Next one is Pace Bend Park, Spicewood, Texas. Pace Bend. I've never had a good race at Pace Bend. <laughs> I've been like, oh, maybe one for, I don't know how many times I raced it. Maybe two, two for eight. I've had two good races of eight races that were crap. Like, mechanical to broken bike like literally broken frame to possibly a broken hip just kidding but i fell off like a three-foot ledge i try to 
muster up to go to the to to do the a route versus the b route which you go down and up and you lose i don't know two seconds and the a route you don't lose any seconds but there's a stupid tree that if you hit your mount if you hit your bars on it you go flying into the b route and that's what i did so um uh, that was that's so hopefully crossing fingers gonna keep it positive stay positive for pace spend it's a tough trail, not gonna lie. It's 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 intense. I mean, there's a lot of punctures. There's pointy rocks, bobbleheads, baby heads. There's drop offs. There's, oh, it's just it's it's brutal. It's super brutal. Next one is the Jurassic Trails, third annual Jurassic Trails, Dinos Dinos, I can't talk. Dinosaur Valley State Park, which is awesome. This is a really cool event. I love this trail. I, I you can go camping there. It's April twenty eighth. It's that dinosaur state park is is amazing. I I love this trail. It's it's great. It's you go fast, you go slow, you climb. The rocks aren't that bad. There aren't that many rocks, but there's a lot of long rocky climbs. So, um, yeah, it's it's great. And if you guys uh, go out camping, let me know. You be a little camp spot and and muster up it and definitely bring some chilly weather clothes because last year it got real or two years ago it got super chilly um but yeah this they found uh foot tracks of dinosaurs and bones and all that cool stuff so the gorba big ring double lake cold springs texas mountain bike race the big ring challenge may 4th 5th this is when you go fast this is a dirt crit this is you know get out of my way like attitude but in a safe way like like no don't hurt anybody but if you're in a way you say hey on your left or i'm up you know whenever you got a chance or when it when you when you're ready it usually means i need uh i want to go faster than you so get out of my way (laughs) in a nice way but um yeah so this is really not too much climbs or any climbs just a bunch of roots and just flying over cool stuff so um yeah double legs fun Last one, the water race, Bluff Creek Ranch, Warda, Texas, May 19th. So this race is cool. It's fast. It's like a two-day event. So all of the mountain bike races on Sundays, this one, I believe my race would be on a Saturday, Cat 1, and then they have a pro open. Anyone can race it. Like a Cat 3 can race it, you know, or a Cat 2 can race it. And the pros will definitely race it on Sundays. So this, and this is usually on the pro loop, which also, again, the pro loop is four miles and the cat one is eight miles. So we, um, if I remember correctly, the pro loop does not do the beginning section. If I do remember correctly, they just do the back section, which is a lot of climbs, a lot of routes, a lot of cool features. Uh, I haven't been there in a couple years, so they may have changed the route. You know, they had a, this berm, this wooden berm that they built was kind of not working because of the angle, and I think they fixed it. And then the last time I was there two years ago, my my name plate, my number plate was thirteen, and I raced raced a pro loop after the, doing the Cat One race the the day before. Uh, and I slid out on a stupid slide and I busted my rear derailleur. Like, done. I was like, are you serious? And I did not, and I repeat, I did not turn my number plate upside down. And I'm blaming it on that. So if I get number 13 again, 
I'm going to turn it upside down. And if the officials have an issue, I'm like, sorry, I messed up my root derailleur and had a DNF. Uh, so yeah, so that was, that was a pro loop. So awesome weekend. I camped that weekend. It was super cool. Um, definitely, uh, had a good time. So all these bike races will be camping and or driving up the day of. So, and then, and then, no, and then we have next is the, I wanted to talk about the car bike rides, um, coming up, just like cool rides in Houston. Um, no one really, no one talks about them other than Facebook and, um, it's really cool to kind of hear it, someone talking about it. So this weekend looks like Adam Lesage, happy birthday. Sorry, missed your McIntyre's night. Um, it's the Carbach Ruthless 30 mile training ride for the MS150, January 19th at 9 a.m. Um, so yeah, so this is a different day. Usually they're on Sundays, but now it's on a Saturday because I believe, uh, this sun this sunday is the uh lost and Cratic event um check presenting uh from the weekend warrior for the velodrome which is awesome you raise all that money so hopefully they'll get like an indoor velodrome air condition you know uh slats on slats on slats wooden whatever um cooler bikes i guess i don't know um so yeah this weekend saturday um i like to ride with these folks they're a really good group i've ridden with them on my road and now on my mountain bike they're really cool guys um and um they also got a map my ride route so you can upload to your uh cycling computer so and then it says if you're on the team you'll get your two post rides beers for free 99 free 99 who doesn't like free 99 and you don't have to be a government worker to get free 99 and if you're currently not on the team and you want to enjoy the post ride happy hour all you got to do is slap down mash cash five dollars plus tax and you'll get two cold ones wow two cold ones for five dollars plus tax so that's that um and another ride i want to give a shout out to is tap and pedal um, oh my god, there's 666 members, 666, kind of scary, kind of scary, um, and as my computer is loading, uh, oh my god, let's go computer, um, let me change the internet, there we go, let's see. Sorry about this, folks. I guess it doesn't like having... I got fiber, I promise. All right, tap and pedal. Tap and pedal. Tap that, you know what, pedal. Okay, so we got the Fire Ant 55. 55, Fire Ant 55. Let me click on this. So tomorrow, I mean, not tomorrow, Saturday, Saturday, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., 308 Market Street, Tomball, Texas. Um, it's a Fire Ant Brewery Company located in the old heart of Tomball, or the old Tomball area, I guess. <clears throat> Large selection of craft beers and food, and the 
Plenty of Parking Lots, corner of South Oak and Market Streets, which is half a block away from the brewery. So um kind of torn, kind of torn, you know. I want to get in um, high mileage ride uh, versus, um, I don't know how many miles this is. It didn't say yet. Uh, but I'm sure it's at least 50 miles. Um, yeah, so it'll be, I guess, three groups, fast, not as fast, and fast enough. So, um, yeah, it's a cool place. I mean, it's a cool group. I like when rides start and end at breweries, craft brew, brew bars, or, you know, a cool place we can drink a cold brew after your, after your beer. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, cool time to hang out and it'll be freezing, you know what off, uh, cause it's supposed to be 30 degrees. So wear your winter gear. You bought, you spent all that money for, uh, you didn't spend all that money for nothing, but anyway, um, yeah, that's it, you know? Talked about the Salsa Congress, the XC Spring Series, Houston Carbach Rides, Tap and Pedal. We've talked about the marathon. Good luck with everyone in the marathon. And the folks doing the marathon crash <laughs> race, I believe, you know, Saturday morning or Sunday morning before the actual marathon or the crash practice. Don't actually crash your bike. Stay upright. Uh and it's no one's getting contracts at the end of the day it's all bragging rights so don't break a collarbone or femur or get a concussion um i will not be there because those are possible and uh ah, i'm not going i I don't want to express my opinions about those rides i I done it once i had a good time uh guy in front of me crashed i was able to avoid it but um and he like this guy turned into everyone saw it was wet everyone was like water on the right we're turning right and he just goes right past me zooms and then slides out and i'm like are you serious and like he just slid out to my left and he was gone and that yeah and i just like slowed down a little bit take the turn and then rev it back up and it because it was raining that morning and it stopped so yeah so you guys be careful the marathon crash practice race deal so anyways um happy to put this out here i kind of want to get back on the podcasting been thinking about this for a while and things i want to talk about a lot of cool things that passed that i wanted to talk about but well 2019 is about going forward and um you know doing new things trying new things and let me know what you think about this podcast uh what you think I can add, take away, or just comment um, about what you thought about it. And you can actually s- click on the Anchor. I'm on the Anchor app, which you know that already. Um, there's actually like a voice section, and I tested it out. You can send me like a voice message, um, I believe, directly. I'm pretty sure it's private, so it's not. It's not. no one's going to really hear it. Um, and so I can answer some questions if you have any questions about me, my background, my writing history, running, uh, running history, anything you want to know about me. I'm pretty much an open book. Um, yeah, so there's like you, I believe you click on the podcast and then you'll see voice message or leave a message or whatever. So yeah, leave me a cool message and 
um let me know what you think anyways i'll probably try to do this a couple times a week if not once a week and hopefully have time so uh wow already almost put in 50 minutes i'm at 40 47 48 minutes um you know let's do a solid 50 let's do a solid 50 we can talk about um what do you want to talk about Let's talk about mm, mm, what kind of if someone has both mountain and road biking interests, which do you like more? I get this question a lot. I get this question a lot. So I it's a toss up. I'm 60 percent mountain bike interests, 40 percent road bike. 40% road bike because I like going fast and I just I love being in that pace line going you know winding it up revving it up just the communication we don't got to say nothing we just look at each other our, our movements in the pace line echeloning our understanding nonverbals on what to do how to do it attacks uh you know just everything um mountain bike 60% because it's Things change, there are variables, there's, you know, cool drops, there's berms, um, there's suspension, there's hydraulics, there's, you know, there, there's mud, there's there's a lot of cool things, it, it always changes. Road road biking is it's kind of the same, you're looking down, you're looking at the road, that's really is, you know, it other than, you know, if you have a technical, you know, crit race or whatever, but um, yeah, mountain bike I like a little bit more because it's different. And um, plus on the weekends, you know, what we talked about on the XC races, you get to camp for the weekend, which is awesome. I like camping. I got this cool pop-up umbrella tent. It's like, oh, I hate setting up a tent, but this thing, it's, it pulls out, um, pulls out like an umbrella. There's like four, you know, the four sticks, boom, boom, boom. It's up already. And then you, and then you stake it in the ground and you're done. And you put your tarp. You put your tarp down first. Then you put the. Then you put the tent. So, but t- it seriously takes me thirty seconds to do. Um, but yeah, I, I love camping. I love cooking. It's one of my things. You know, pre-race meals, carbs. I do noodles. Uh, some turkey ground. Maybe some pork. Cutlets. Um, mushrooms are a must. Tomato, onion, and now green beans. I've added. So, anyway. Um, at the 50 mark, which is amazing and counting. But yeah, let me know uh, if you like road biking or mountain bike. Mountain bike better. <clears throat> better. Riding those bikes. Or if you like them both. It's awesome. So let me know. All right. Well, peace out. Get mad at it. Be careful on the roads. Cycling, running. Good luck with the marathoners. Stay warm. Don't get sick. Don't fall. And uh, talk to you later.